in from Chris, the Toowoomba Raider, Ganga Jang. Yeah, um, the song is called Sounds of Then, in brackets, This Is Australia, and that you instantly think of out on the patio we sit, and you couldn't be any more summer than that. Jaleesa Raps is on the line. Gee, we, we swung into summer quickly. I mean, we've got storms and all sorts of stuff right around the country. <laughs> you never know what season it is. But, J.A., good morning to you. Have you got a, a sound in particular that says to you this is summer in Australia? Yeah, the sound for me, and it goes along with a bit of a smell, is the sound of, like, harvesting and, like, the smell of canola. That always, like, tells me that it's summer, Christmas is close, and hopefully everyone's had a good year. (laughs) Ah, the old harvest sound and smell. So a lot of that. Yeah, what a a pity we... Yeah, that's that's kind of it. There you go. Nick's found a bit of a sound for you. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a harvester. It sounds like it needs a little bit of oil and a bit of work on it. But hey, it sounds like my tractor, JA. That's yeah. that's a beauty. Sounds the like sounds a and to smell. Me. That's it. Sounds like a header. Nice work. Hey, uh, you were at the announcement yesterday, which we played here as it happened with Michael Maguire. Not so much of announcement because we knew it was coming, but. He was very impressive the way that he spoke, and he was very direct, which is Madge's way. What was yeah. was your take out from the new era that's about to begin for the Blues? Um, well, just a real sense of excitement from Madge. He was just so, uh, you can tell the role means so much to him. He said uh, multiple times that he always dreamed of playing for the Blues um, and that this coaching them means so much to him. Now, obviously, probably a bit of a bit of messaging there saying, you know, I am true blue and I, you know, I care about this jersey just as much as um, anyone who's played. But I think also very genuine that um, he's just so honoured to have this role. And Matt has always uh, been like that in, in terms of how seriously he takes and how much of a privilege he sees the roles that he has. I mean, even with New Zealand... Uh, up until as uh, like recently as last month when I was with the Kangaroos, I had a lengthy conversation with him about what he was hoping to do with the junior system over there. And I think, like personally, I think New Zealand have really fumbled uh, making him give up that role. But certainly, no lack of passion from Madge. He also said that everyone's um, on notice in terms of their jerseys. There's no loyalty or incumbents guaranteed or anything like that. He's going to really send a message to the whole NRL, anyone who's a New South Wales Welshman, to uh, just play well and you can get picked. So really starting with a clean slate and you can see that in his coaching staff as well. John Cartwright I thought was an, an interesting appointment given he's kind of the man that has missed out on the job. But um, I asked Madge, were these all handpicked by you? And he said, yep, they were all my choice. Uh, all people that he's either known very well or worked with before, so a whole new coaching staff. It feels like a very fresh start for the Blues. Mm. What about Frank Panisi's appointment? I mean, when I heard that, we all know Frank Panisi's standing in the game and what he's been um, achieving throughout his tenure, especially at the Melbourne Storm. But his appointment for the Blues, 
I, it came as a little bit of a surprise. No surprise to Michael Maguire because he got a yes straight away. He could be a, a key piece of the puzzle for, for Madge under this new start. Yeah, really interesting one given like his role at um, the Storm sort of, I guess, more a long-term uh, role and so it's like how much can you do in, in that short of time. But uh, everyone in the game who's um, got, had anything to do with Frank Panisi has huge wrath on him. And I mean, the, what the Melbourne Storm have done uh, with a large contribution of him speaks for itself. So um, I liked the, liked the appointment of Frank Panisi. I like the new direction of um, all the coaching staff, really. It's, it's just good to get new blood in and a fresh sort of start for everyone. Some of the words or phrases that I wrote down while I was listening yesterday to Michael Maguire was, you know, that he was pinching himself that he was in this job, that when he'd spoken to others about this job, that basically they said to him, without giving him advice, they just said, it's massive, mate, you know, and also about how one play can be the difference. And he knows that, everybody knows that about State of Origin, but he also knows that one player can often be the difference. Now, Jack White might not be that one player, but it's pretty clear that he wants Jack White back in the mix. Yeah, I mean, he uh, yeah he said to, to Jimmy about um, the about Jack White and and that I mean maybe it's it certainly I don't think it's like Jack's guaranteed a spot if he wants to come back because as he said no one is um, but Jack would certainly be a very handy inclusion especially if he goes quite well at South. Madge was also asked about his um, like his, his style of coaching and um, how that will translate to the Origin Arena and he actually said he thinks that he, because you know we all know he gets called intense and all that kind of thing, he said he felt like it was going to be a more relaxed uh, style for him heading into the Origin Arena because uh, you know he said you're trying to deal with a lot of dis- different personalities um, when you're trying to bring up a club in different age groups and things like that. Whereas in Origin, theoretically, you have the best of the best, and so you can just sort of focus on coaching uh, that side that, that you have. So, um, yeah, certainly very uh, grateful for the job. I asked him, did anyone of those coaches, because he has a lot of contact, obviously, with Ricky Stewart in Canberra, but he's also uh, got a lot of contact with Laurie Daly and... Um, I said, did any, of those, did any of those coaches advise you against it? And he said, no, everyone said to do it. So uh, even the people that have maybe been burned by the job before, they all said to, for him to do it. I didn't get to hear the whole of um, Dave Trodden's essentially preamble to the announcement. Was there any reflection yesterday, J.A., on Brad Fitler and his coaching staff and their role over the last years? And where Brad Fitler perhaps sits in the in the scheme of things. I mean, they're going to give Madge his space, no doubt about it. And and I don't know what type of connection that Madge and Freddie have got, but was there any reflection on, on Freddie's tenure as head coach of the New South Wales State of Origin team? Um, not from my memory. I don't even... I don't remember him being referenced uh, at all. Um, no, I think it was all just in terms of moving forward and just looking now to the future and I guess the announcement itself uh, it's uh, maybe it was just a, uh, just a reflection of everyone maybe moved on because we we were all just waiting for this announcement 
um, of match too. It wasn't really like anyone was out there thinking that anyone else was going to do this job. So I think it was all more about moving forward and announcing the, the rest of the staff. Absolutely. A uh, quick one on cricket. So we've got the WBBL final tomorrow night, Adelaide and Brisbane. And then in the backdrop of, of what's going to happen in the Australian Test summer, assuming David Warner gets picked for the Pakistan series and he, and he ends on his terms at the SCG, the big question then comes, who, what do they do with the opening position for the West Indies series and beyond? And everyone's having their say. Um, where, where do you think that this discussion's going to lead us? I mean, all sorts of names are coming up. Can you see them selecting a new start or can you see them shuffling the decks and perhaps moving Manus up? Yeah, I, that's my preference, I think, to move uh, Manus up. I think um, just the, to have, like, a yeah, sort of steady hand there, although he's formed the last couple of years, a little bit, been a little bit up and down. I think that he's probably the best choice. I heard um, you say that Punter mentioned Glenn Maxwell. That's a pretty wild selection. Mm. Yeah, he said, Ricky Ponting has said that he should be considered uh, for a return. Now, he hasn't played since 2017, test cricket that is, but he's referencing the kind of form that Glenn Maxwell is in. And he also referenced that double century against, against Afghanistan, saying it's the most incredible thing I've seen. So it's he, he also put Cam Bancroft in the mix to be the replacement for Warner at, at the top of the order. But when you... When Ricky Ponting talks, cricket listens, doesn't it? And if he's throwing out a name like Glenn Maxwell to be considered, then, yeah, it does. It got my interest as well, so I'm not surprised it got yours. Good on you, Jaleesa. Thank you for that. Uh, appreciate it. Have a good day. Make sure you keep the radio on while you're out and about covering the sports stories because we're going to do lots of sounds of summer today, and I reckon you're going to like it. I've had it on all morning, Matty. <laughs> good on you. Jaleesa Rapp's joining us there. So... Yeah, Cam Bancroft is the is the name that Ricky Ponting's thrown out for the opener position, but Glenn Maxwell, he says, should be in the mix for the summer of test cricket in the kind of form that he's in. And hard to argue as an explosive cricketer, no doubt about it, and freakish talent. On the test side of things, it's been such a different story. And, and what do they go to here? Just on test match cricket alone... You have to go back to a period of four years between 20 and 13 and 17 where he only played seven test matches and averaged 26 with the bat. But I would argue it. Now, I haven't got my head around where you fit and how you fit Glenn Maxwell into this squad, but you would argue that Glenn Maxwell 2023 version, especially after the ODI World Cup, is a very, very, very different proposition to Glenn Maxwell back then. No doubt about it. And like I say, when Ricky talks, cricket listens in this country. We need to take a break. 0457 736 736. More sounds of summer coming up.